0: You're listening to the Essential Oil Coach Podcast.
1: Hi friend, Callie Wilson here. I'm a Certified Holistic Health Coach and Essential Oil Business Mentor. And this is a podcast about making better choices, living a better life, and building an amazing business. If you are really ready to supercharge your health, revamp your home, and take your coaching practice and your essential oil business to the next level, then you're in the right place. Stay right here because we're going to play. Hey, my friend, this is going to be a really special episode. I hope that you know you are in for a treat, and I hope that you have coming to this episode today in an open heart and an open mind, ready to receive personal inspiration on the things that you need to do to, to have more wholeness and more healing happen in your life. Leonard is exceptional at what he does, and I'm just so honored that he agreed to be a part of this episode. Now, real quick, I also wanted to announce that we have some cool classes coming up. A couple times a year, I do a live Zoom intro to oil class. And you get to be a part of it if you want. I'm gonna take you through my personal journey with essential oils and answer any questions that you have. And if you haven't gotten started with essential oils, I'm gonna tell you all the all the things you need to do to get going. And I also have some incredible incentives and prizes to give to people who who come and are brave enough to show up live. <laughs> you don't, you can come in your PJs, no judgment. We're gonna have a lot of fun. But head on over to calliewilson.com, register, and I'll email you all the details. Now, in addition to that, I'm going to do some essential oil wealth workshops as well. And I'm going to tell you about my journey into launching my own wellness business. Um, I, I launched it 10 years ago and have been able to generate um, wealth over the past 10 years. It's it's a business that I've been able to grow and scale. And I know a lot of people right now are looking for a side hustle, looking for ways to replace their income, um, make a couple extra... $100 maybe for grocery for grocery meals, like whatever it is, um, I I do find so much value in understanding different ways that people are making a living. And I'm happy to share with you how I make mine. And if you want to partner with me and, and even potentially build an essential oil business in your market, whether you're in the UK or Australia or Colorado, <laughs> let's meet, let's talk and, and see if a partnership would be a good fit. So make sure to head on over to CallieWilson.com, register for Health and Wealth Week. I'll send you all the details. If you can't attend, the times don't work, don't worry, still sign up. I'll send you the replay and we'll be in touch. All right, let's get to it. Okay. This next guest that we have on our podcast today is Leonard Wolf. And when I was putting together my my dream list of people that I would love to have on the show, you were one of the first people that came to mind. Because as I thought about what do people really need to know, I feel like you you brought a lot of, of value into my life. What was a year, year and a half ago, I think is when we last spoke. And I hired you to be my my meditation coach. Do you remember that? <laughs> Do you remember that, Leonard? I was a franchise yeah. mess. <laughs> I
0: mean, I guess so much has happened this year. that Everything before this is often a blur, but we met, it was just pre-COVID. I think it may have been early, early January, February.
1: There was some crazy things happening in my life. We were in a, a big move. We were moving into a home that wasn't quite finished. I think during the time we were working together, I think school shut down and I was Moving and homeschooling and working full time all all time simul- at the same time and thinking I really really need ah to find some solace in my life and a mutual friend Ian West shout out to him connected us and I know you were looking to incorporate essential oils into your your practice and I was I I didn't realize that I actually needed your help so for those of you don't who don't know Leonard Wolf or Mister Wolf he's a London born Sydney based mind trainer so it's just fun to listen to you. To speak, and after forging a successful 18-year career in fashion, beauty, and arts, in 2017 you repurposed and redirected your your creative energy to the essential—well, not essential—wellness and transformative or transformation space. That's a huge shift, Leonard. <laughs> Why did you do that? You had a, yeah, you had an amazing career. What happened?
0: This was around. 2016 was when I started to make the shift. I think the the initial idea to change career probably started around 2012, where I just felt like I didn't want to do what I was doing for the next 20 years. So I felt like there was something else for me to do. So and I wasn't sure what that was at that stage. So it wasn't until 2016 that I decided just to pack up the salon, pack up the gallery, and just, I traveled to the Outback for 18 months.
1: No way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, once I (laughs) was out there, I think it's the creation of space that I didn't find this purpose. This purpose found me,
1: but I
0: think I I needed the space for that to happen. So I packed not knowing what I was going to do or what career path I was going to take. But then halfway through my journey, it just was like, I'm moving into the meditation and mindfulness space.
1: Okay. This is wild. So it's like your own personal walkabout kind of thing that happened.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, it sounds like as a concept, it sounds fairly biblical that I've gone out to the Australian wilderness. I've had a deep sense of connection to being of greater service to humanity in some way. And then my purpose finds me. I don't go looking for it, so to speak. So it was, it felt a little, and it must have it felt a little bit like that sometimes. It was a little bit of a, that journey was a baptism by fire with regards to the depth of connection I was having to myself and to my higher self, so to speak.
1: Okay, so this this break in your life and this kind of rededication of it, and I'm syncing up, and I talk talk a lot about soul syncing. Like, are you synced up to the highest version, your level 10 life, where your life is now set aside for its highest purpose and impact? Now, that's that's the dream, right?
0: And it sounds like
1: that happened to you.
0: I feel like I'm living in alignment with a a higher self, you know, and that journey, that journey had meant I had to clear out the old self. And I'm not, that journey wasn't an easy journey to let go of the parts of me that were the trauma self or the old self to step into what what was true for me or a true purpose. Obviously I had to do a lot of cleaning and a lot of work to get to that point. But I feel like I'm living in alignment with my true life's purpose.
1: I love that. I think so many people are going, oh, I feel like I'm living at a level three or four. How do I even start syncing up? And yeah. I love that you actually offer personal mind training and and where you're really getting into the trenches with your students and helping them through mindfulness and meditation practices. And, and mind training, I want to get into that. Ultimately, it says, you know, when I was reading and studying about you, even though I've already experienced it myself, really helping them to Free themselves of self-limiting beliefs and narrative patterns that hold them back to reoccurring issues so yeah. how you know why why do you think this is something that's so needed now what are you seeing in the world why are you passionate about this particular thing
0: i think there's a number of levels probably two If we just narrowed it down the first level is personal transformation you know i'm passionate about living our best lives, living a life of joy, living a life in alignment with the true self. I'm passionate about that. So when we look at what's happening globally on a number of levels, whether it's social, environmental, or global stress pandemic that we're living in, something's not quite right. So when we look at the symptoms of modern society, like depression, anxiety, ADHD, for me, they're all byproducts of a busy mind, and they're all of a reflection of someone who's out of alignment. So if someone's suffering from those kind of mental responses, see Western medicine calls them disorders, that's just a trigger or a warning sign that something has happened in your past that has disturbed your alignment and it's trying to realign you. Therefore you have the anxiety or you have the depression. So for me, this work is about bringing people back into alignment, bringing people back to a truer self. So we address the root cause and not the symptom, which is I think what Western medicine is doing. They're addressing the symptom of what's happening with the function of the mind and not addressing the root cause, which is someone who's out of alignment.
1: Well, I love this, this statement that I learned when I went back and studied holistic modalities. My my practitioner and, and mentor, Laura Jacobs, said for every reaction, there is an unmet need. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And that's
1: exactly what you're doing. You're going, OK, we can look at the symptoms, but again, those are just reactions. We go back and, and find the unmet need. <laughs> the, the reactions and the symptoms will resolve. Yeah. So, so tell me, tell me about uh, your practices and, and how someone starts to just go. Yeah, I do have an extremely busy mind. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm anxious. I'm worried. I'm depressed. I'm fearful. Unfortunately, our news outlets don't help us in any way <laughs> to feel more peaceful about the world we're living in. How how do we even get started?
0: one of my favourite terms and it's also on my website is turn inward master yourself so we can't make decisions from the level of the story now we have to make decisions based on our instincts and our intuition and the only way we tap into our instincts and intuition is to calm the mind and balance the nervous system so most of my work is is simple as a concept calm the mind balance the nervous system but because the mind is complex it can make the work quite difficult so my work, depending on where someone's at on their journey, my work is trying to determine where they're at and then I create a customised programme around their individual needs. So interesting that you mentioned levels before. I have four levels in my programme. So level one, level two, level three, level four. And that's by the time you get to level four, someone's coming into alignment. But not because I've given them knowledge or information, but because I've given them skills to do it for themselves.
1: And what does being in alignment feel like?
0: Being in alignment, I think often it's just, you know, thought and action working together. So you've got this value system, you've got this thought system, and then you're backing it up with action. Because I think a lot of people have lofty ideals or lofty values that are great. They want to live a certain way, but then their actions are not in alignment with that. So I think when someone aligns, their values with their actions, those people just tend to thrive.
1: Well, you're also bringing in integrity. Those those people have integrity. Yeah. Their practices and their principles match. Yes. And they're getting the desired results. Even though they have setbacks or hardships or heartache, they're still consistently moving forward and getting, ultimately, I think their desired results. Or sometimes you get better results. You get things that you never... Hoped for or dreamt of when you're yeah. living in alignment like that. Yeah. I love that. You know, so one I, of I think when I use the term alignment,
0: I think it might be similar to your soul sync. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just you're, you're tuned in, you're listening to your instincts, you're listening to a higher self, and you're moving through presence in alignment with that, in sync with that. So I've just synced with my higher self, and we're dancing together. So I, I think my, my choice of word is alignment. I think you're using soul sync, but I think the concept is is extremely similar.
1: Well, it's definitely dreamy and it's something that <laughs> I aspire to live every I mean, moment that I can.
0: <laughs> I always, I have to reinforce, that doesn't just happen. There's work to be done.
1: It's intentional.
0: <laughs> yeah, and intentional. most of the work is Jessica in is the mind, which is the ego, the shadow, out of the way. hmm once, once we train someone again to calm their mind and to keep their nervous system nice and safe, there's a natural alignment or something that starts to occur.
1: And then don't you find that when you're living in that space, you almost go through life witnessing miracle after miracle of synchronicities yeah. and you're going, pinch me now. Did that yeah. just happen? Right. I, I love that. And I, and I desire that more and more. So something that you taught me that I, I think was really fascinating and also, also difficult for me, to be completely honest, throughout my brain around, is the importance of just really living in the presence and yeah. trusting that whatever you need is being delivered in the moment. Yes. How do we really receive that type of gift? That's hard, right? For the rushing woman or the rushing man or someone who's trying to fix the past or, or control the future. How do we receive the gift of the present moment where all magic happens and everything we need is being delivered?
0: Yeah, and I think that's often the challenge because presence as a concept is, is, is a very simple concept. And a lot of people just keep saying, just be in the moment, just be present, just be here. But they don't show you how to do it. So, again, when we're living with the complexity of a mind, an ego or a shadow, everyone comes into this experience with a different level of karma or conditioning. So some people can find presence really easily and some people have a disturbance underneath a conditioning or a karma that disturbs their presence. They have to work harder. So we, we, as, as a concept, yeah, there's the capabilities of presence are remarkable, but trying to actually cultivate it for the individual is the challenge. And I think that's where the skill acquisition piece comes into the game. If we can learn to sustain presence, through developing certain rituals and skills, aromatherapy is one of those skills or one of those rituals, then we can learn to cultivate and sustain presence and then start to experience its capabilities or the magic that happens when you actually are present.
1: I love that. And I love that you're also saying it doesn't, it just happen to some people. It, it can be a kind of like a muscle, right, that can be developed And I think that's one of the benefits that I got was I learned that when you taught me some daily routines and practices, and I stuck to them, I learned that the benefit then bled into my entire day, I was able to really start moving with love and ease versus hurried rushed energy. And and so I would love if you wouldn't mind sharing us a few techniques that people can do to help them to become less stressed, overwhelmed, and worried, and and like you're saying, more present.
0: Yes, one of my favorite techniques is the sound bath. Because it's like meditation, but without meditating because of what it's doing to your brain. So we know that science tells us now that most of the population are living in a beta brainwave frequency. So it's a rapid brainwave movement. So someone that's reacting to their experiences, reacting to the news, highly emotional, blame games, victim games, fight or flight response, your brainwaves are in beta. So now you have a certain view or perception of reality at that level of brain. So the minute we teach someone to coach their brainwaves into alpha through sound or through meditation, now they're accessing a different level of brain. Now they're accessing a different level of reality. Now they're responding. Now they're the victor and not the victim. So sometimes it's a really simple shift. And alpha is also the state of presence. Mm. You feel at peace with the world when you're in alpha. You feel calm and connected when you're in alpha.
1: That makes, that makes a lot of sense. And as someone who's experienced it, I crave it now. I know when my brain is, like you're saying, operating a certain way. And I know when it's time to say, "Callie, chill out, yeah. do some work and get to that level where, where you can sustain higher levels of happiness, peace, and faith in the future. Uh, so how does someone have a sound bath? I mean, I think it just sounds so incredible, but how do we actually do it? Or how do we access some some help that can, that can get us to experience that?
0: So um, I do have a Mr. Wolf Spotify playlist where there's a list of sound baths on my playlist. Um, I do have customized ones that I send to students as part of their programs. But there's also, if you, if you go to YouTube, there's music recording in certain frequencies um, that will influence brainwave pattern or brainwave frequency. So if you Google soundbox, you'd notice there'll be a, a number of frequencies you have you have access to. I often say to students, don't worry too much about the numbers or the figures in the early stages, just based on, based on how it makes you feel. If it makes you feel calm and connected, that's your frequency. But if it agitates you or annoys you, that's just not your frequency right now.
1: So this doesn't include any type of water. <laughs> we, we don't include water in our sound bath. This is an no. opportunity of us just to sit still and literally let, in a sense, the music or the or the sound waves bathe our brains, right? And just and just calm them. So what exactly do, does someone do in a sound bath or having in that type of meditation? What are we, you know, I think that's a really hard thing for people to do is like stop thinking about anything. It, it seems intimidating. How, how do we even begin that journey?
0: So I recommend a daily practice for 10 to 15 minutes, which is headphones on, eyes closed, sit back, do nothing. The music's designed to do what it does, which is to coach your brainwaves out of beta and into the alpha state.
1: Mm -hmm. So
0: if you can just set that time aside, especially because most most people struggle with meditation. So when a student comes to me and they say, I can't meditate or I'm resisting my practice, what they're really saying is, I don't know how to relax. Because the minute someone's relaxed, meditation becomes a lot easier. You don't resist the practice.
1: Correct, yes, yes.
0: What the sound bath does, it coaches the brainwaves to alpha and then meditation now becomes a possibility in that person's life. So relaxation of the mind and the body often has to come before meditation. And that's why I lean on sound and aromatherapy in the early stages of someone's journey to get them to relax their nervous system, to calm the mind, then we can learn to teach you how to meditate.
1: And you told me when I was coaching with you, I think we coached for eight weeks, and he was going through all the, all the steps of this, that I needed to the, meditate the first thing in the morning. As soon as yeah. I got up, jump right into my meditation, and I still do that. And, and I'm tempted because I'm like, well, I better get this going or this going, or my mind wants to check emails or text. I'm like, no, stop. Leonard says meditate, so I still do that, and it, and it does make a world of difference, and often I use I use a sound bath to do that, so so amazing. We, of course, this is the Essential Oil Coach podcast, and you did talk about <laughs> using aromatherapy. What are some of your favorite essential oils to use?
0: My favorites, and I think these are the ones that I used on my own personal journey through the outback when I was going through, let's call it my sinking or my awakening, whatever was happening. These oils kind of just, and even the way they presented themselves to me or were given to me, the way it played out was just beautiful. But I'm um, obviously frankincense connection to the divine. Um, we've got rose to open the heart and then black and pink peppers for the lower chakras, ground in addiction. So for me, those as a blend, I often mix with Cedarwood, um, Himalayan or Cedarwood Atlas. They just target all energy energy centers for me. Mm, that's cool. So I, know, I know when I when I blend those together, I feel incredibly grounded, and connected, and open all at the same time. That's so. That's one of my favorite blends.
1: So do you you put them all in the same, like uh, like the same application, or are you putting certain oils on different parts of your body?
0: I use them. I use them as a blend. Okay. Yeah. Very so cool. I, I mix them as a blend because energetically it's targeting all of the chakra system, all of my energy centers. Um, and I just, I, again, I feel open, connected, grounded, all at the same time with that particular blend.
1: And where do you like to apply them? To, to specific chakra points or?
0: I apply them to, in a roller bottle, I've got them to my wrists, the inner part, of the arms and the neck. And okay. if I'm feeling really out of the body or really um just not feeling that great, or oh, the mind is overly busy. I'd always go to the soles of the feet before bed.
1: Okay, still rapid using en- those blends. Rapid entry, rapid entry into the
0: bloodstream, and then while I'm sleeping, it's working with my nervous system. It's helping me to calm. So the bottom of the feet are always my go-to at high levels of stress, anxiety, or overwhelm. Always straight to the bottom of the feet.
1: I love that you're pulling these these three or four in particular. Are you using both black pepper and pink pepper? in the same blend or one or the other you're I'm using both yeah. very cool they call black pepper the oil of unmasking and one of the principles that you taught me uh was something called shadow work i'd never heard of that before i mean of yeah. course we we love the frankincense like you said connection to the divine rose is connection to divine love you know so we're definitely nurturing the heart and the mind there but the black pepper and the pink pepper i think it's very um symbolic of Decluttering or detoxing or getting out all the stuff that's not serving it's like doing the hard work um, so I think it's fascinating that you're yeah that you're loving those so yeah for people that have never heard of shadow work it's kind of coming up a lot I hear different uh, people speak about it but I didn't know what it was can you tell us a little bit more about that specifically
0: yeah um, absolutely interestingly just quickly before we move on with black pepper the how black pepper came into my because I had never heard of black pepper, but I ordered some rose from a local essential oil company and they sent me a sample of black pepper. And at that mm, point, wow. I, was, I was working through my own shadow in the outback at that stage. And I Googled black pepper and the first thing that came up was it was used for exorcisms.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I
0: know. Wow. So I, figured, I figured, thank you, universe, for allowing me to clear out what <laughs> I was clearing out. But there was obviously some lower vibration that needed my attention.
1: Wow, that's so, wild. Yeah.
0: And when I dove a little bit deeper into black pepper, it was also about addiction, whatever yeah. level or form of addiction, it does get to the root of that shadow work. So I use it quite a lot with my students when we're doing shadow work to just really help to clear out those lower vibrations or those lower frequencies that they may even be unconscious of.
1: You know, and even people that have smoking issues that want to stop, black pepper is often the, the oil. Of their yeah. of choice. That's, that's really cool that you're kind of tying it in full circle. So yeah. so shadow work, what is it? why is it important and how are we how can we incorporate this into our meditation?
0: Yeah So shadow work is the part of the mind that we can't access from a conscious state. So I often say it's the unloved and unresolved aspects of our personality or psyche, memories of past experiences, they're often unconscious. From the past. So sometimes, you know, when you sometimes see a cycle or a pattern of experience that is not serving you in some way, but it keeps playing out and there's not much you can do about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Um,
0: some people call it self sabotage. I actually call it self protection, but that's your shadow operating in itself. Something happened in your past that's caused a disturbance within your consciousness that's affecting your current life, relationships, abundance, health business, whatever it might be, there's a there's a shadow aspect of you that requires your attention. And often you know we talk about the trigger. When someone's triggered all it's triggering is their shadow. Hey if something happened in your past or you've got blocked or stored energy from a past traumatic experience that's affecting your current life or your current experience. For me that's the shadow.
1: And what a different perspective right especially as we watch Maybe friends or family members get triggered easily. Uh, you see it all the time on social media. You're, you're seeing a world that is, I don't want to say trigger happy, but kind of, where they're just constantly, <laughs> oh, I'm offended. I'm offended. Did I say something offensive? I mean, we are so hypersensitive to so yeah. many things. And to you in, with this lens, you're going, well, it's just evidence that there's there's stuff that hasn't been resolved. Um, there's parts of us that are not loved or nurtured enough yeah. um, yes. to completion. So, wow, fascinating stuff. Uh, well, thank you so much for, for everything you shared. Is everything anything I, else? Yeah, it's very interesting. Cool.
0: The, the bigger the trigger, the bigger the trauma. So mm-hmm. if someone is triggered and offended and it's a large one, that's their stuff. There's something unresolved in their consciousness, something unloved that requires their attention. So again, the bigger the trigger, the bigger the trauma. So if we're taking full responsibility for our unique experiences, we need to learn how to work with our triggers or how to integrate the shadow and that's that's what my work essentially leads someone to because once you integrate the shadow you can actually you can actually then start to soul sink or come into alignment on a greater level because you you don't have a shadow disturbing your presence you don't have a shadow disturbing um, your life's purpose or what it is you want to do in your life
1: and i think at the end of the day peace in this life and fulfillment really is the goal and the aim at least it is mine right to really know that i've lived a a life well lived the best that i could and at the end of the day i'm i'm leaving this earth with immense gratitude and peace i think that's that's what we're going for right um well thank you so much for for sharing some of those thoughts with us and encouraging us to to be still (laughs) in a chaotic world how do people learn more about you and, and the work that you do
0: my website is mrwolf.com.au. That's two O's with Wolf um, and my Instagram account. There'll be a link on the website to my Instagram account, which is Leonard Wolf on Instagram. So I'm fairly active on Instagram. So I'm posting daily. There's also um, sometimes some, I interview my students and sometimes we may post some of that, those interviews to Instagram as well. Um, but that's where I'm most active. If people want to discover or find out more about me or my work.
1: Absolutely loved what you offered today, thank you for that. I actually have your essential oil recommendations sitting next to me, so I'm excited to get started. Um, Would you mind just sharing your, how many drops of each, or does it depend on the client? If I I was to make a 10 ml filler bottle.
0: I do make adjustments depending on the student.
1: Okay, but you're going to probably be easy on that black pepper. <laughs> or do you, do you get aggressive with that one?
0: No, the pe- I love the pink pepper.
1: Oh, pink pepper. pepper. Okay.
0: It's, it's not a popular oil. Dutera, have, they're the only people that I've come across that do pink pepper. You know, but it's one of my favorites. Like, especially with the rose, the pink pepper and rose, beautiful. But the top notes, you know, are the frankincense um, and the pink pepper. Then I, I bring it down with the cedarwoods. I'm using Himalayan cedarwood and cedarwood atlas. And then obviously the frankincense and the rose are down towards the lower ends. But I'm using probably around six drops of frankincense, um, three drops of rose, five of black pepper, and the cedarwoods are around the six and the seven drops.
1: Beautiful. Thank you Again, so much.
0: I, for I, 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 I kind of tweak or make adjustments just based on what I intuitively sense the student needs and also what I feel I need. So sometimes I I alter the drops. I'm smelling after each drop. And just seeing how it feels and then my instincts will say, you need a bit more black pepper in here. So just pop a little bit more of that in there. So that's just like, a, uh, I guess, a, a guide, but I, I base it on instincts as well.
1: I love it. Thank you much for sharing your trade secrets with us. And and yeah, I, I'm just so excited for people to really think about this. I love the the parts that you brought up about the triggers and the evidence of, gosh, that's just parts of you that need a little more attention a little a little more love and you can do that for yourself you don't have to wait around for other people to do it right and show up Um, you can do that for yourself and I think the greatest thing that we can ever give to other people is is work on ourselves right and so thank you Uh, (laughs) thank you for your time
0: doing doing the inner work is our gift to the world and my gift to your viewers is anyone that's interested in work with me is 15% off my oh, wonderful! So, okay. um, yeah. I, I'll forward you a code. The code will just be Callie Wilson fifteen. Um, but that will be um that will be something that your viewers are welcome to reach out if they, or your listeners are welcome to reach out if they're interested in in this journey.
1: Well, thank you so much. We'll make sure we put all the links in the show notes and and we'll send those out in an email to all of our subscribed podcast listeners. But I appreciate you, Leonard. Thank you for the work that you've done in my life, and I hope that you're able to reach many, many more. And help people just have the life they truly desire, not to be cliche, but to have that alignment and that soul-synced experience, because that is is where life gets really, really fun. So thank you, Leonard. All the best to everything that you're doing. And we'll have to circle back around and work again together someday soon.
0: Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Kelly.
1: Hey friend, thank you so much for joining the Essential Oil Coach Podcast. And don't forget to register for one of the health or wealth classes. Those are coming up. Again, they're absolutely free. You can ask me anything. We're going to get into it in regards to what essential oils are, how to use them, the three ways to use them, how to get them into your home. And also for those of you who are looking to make a little extra money, love oils, and want to figure out how to turn your your health passions into profits, join me for one of my wealth classes. I never knew what, what, what actually using oils and sharing oils would do for me 10 years ago and the type of financial freedom and time freedom that I have, I know is extremely rare. And I want more people to understand how I did it, why I did it, and and how they can do it too. So if you're interested, again, like I mentioned, in possibly launching your own essential oil business, becoming a wellness entrepreneur and a wellness advocate for good. You guys, I've traveled literally all over the world doing this for 10 years launching people in japan in canada in hawaii in florida in switzerland germany i've been to these places helping people launch and it's been such an amazing blessing to see people's lives transform not only with the gift of essential oils but also the gift of doing something that they love and and are passionate about And gosh, leading their own essential oil movements. I love that. So if you're interested in something like that, click on the link, join the the essential oil wealth class. And uh, man, I can't wait to meet you. I I really can't wait to meet you. I love to interact with with my audience face to face. I love to help and inspire you and and lead you to to the right direction, you know, according to what you desire and bridge the gap between your goals. So join me. <laughs> Let's be friends. And again, thanks for being a part of, of the Essential Oil Coach Podcast. This podcast wouldn't be here without listeners like you, and I appreciate your support.